Hello Cryptonauts, today we are recording for December 21st, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats. Starting off with Bitcoin, settling at $32,406.46 with a 1.2% loss. Second place, we have Ethereum, settling at $1,294.09 with a 3.6% gain. Third place, Tether, settling at $0.99 with a 0.1% loss. Fourth place, Polkadot, settling at $18.31 with a 5.4% gain. And fifth place, XRP, settling at $0.27 with a 1.6% loss. 6th place, Cardano, settling at $0.34 with a 1.2% loss. 7th place, Chainlink, settling at $24.38 with a 7% gain. 8th place is Litecoin, settling at $140.32 with a 0.3% gain. Ninth place, Bitcoin Cash, settling at $435.66 with a 0.1% gain. And 10th place, Binance Coin, settling at $41.39 with a 1% gain. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall total market cap is at $967.5 billion, up by 1.1%. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. All right, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies like I just did right now. All right, first news coming in from Sharyuwa Mawa. Warp Finance recovers $5.8 million days after hack. DeFi project Warp Finance said Sunday its efforts to recover stolen funds from last week's $7.7 million hack were partially successful with over $5.85 million recovered as of this morning. The project is a decentralized lending platform that allows users to deposit liquidity provider LP tokens issued to users who provide liquidity on decentralized exchanges like Uniswap and take out stablecoin loans against the LP tokens as collateral. Warp said it was able to recover the liquidity provider tokens that represented the collateral of $5.85 million. Quote, we successfully rec- recovered the exploiter's loan collateral in the form of ETH slash DAI dash LP tokens. The value is approximately $5.85 million, which is 75% of the 7.76 million lost funds, it said in a statement. Awesome. Cool. Congrats. Hopefully get the rest back. Next, news written by Liam Frost. Investor who consider Bitcoin's demise ask time to buy. Two years ago, Jason Calacanis, an American investor with a network net worth of at least $100 million uh, surmised that there was a 60 to 70% chance for Bitcoin to lose its, uh, all its value. Today he asked his 369,000 Twitter followers whether now is a good time to buy some. Quote, is it is now a good time to buy Bitcoin? He tweeted. Calacanis is an entrepreneur and author who invested $25,000 in Travis Kalanick's company Uber in 2009. This deal alone is worth about $100 million today. 
Wow. Imagine that. Invest in $25,000 and ends up being $100 million in a couple years, huh? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. However, when Bitcoin was trading at around $3,700 in 2018, the investor voiced his doubts about the crypto's future. Bitcoin Zero is still likely the quote. Bitcoin Zero is still likely the case. 60-70%. If you own Bitcoin, understand it's a highly manipulated currency with no rules or regulations. If you didn't get in early, you're the sucker at the table. Calacanis tweeted at the time, adding 3,700. Ouch. Well, he was wrong. Now he's trying to get in. Next news, written by Scott Chaplina. Ledger owners receive threatening emails for Bitcoin ransoms. Ledger customers are being targeted for Bitcoin ransom after the personal details were leaked and published on a public forum. One Ledger customer received an email threatening physical violence if they did not pay $500 to the sender. Quote, if not, I'm not afraid to show up when you least expect it and see how my wrench works against your face or maybe even wait for you to leave your home and take your belongings whilst you're not there to call the police, the anonymous person said in the email. Wow, that is... That's bad. That's 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 actually terrifying to be to be honest. That is, imagine that getting hacked and getting threatening uh, emails. Wow. That's hopefully they get to. Uh, let's actually scroll down and see what else there is. But identifying the data, however, has enabled those who have seen the database to identify who owns a Ledger wallet and in some cases find out where they live. Since Ledger wallets are expensive, those owning such wallets are likely to own reasonable amounts of cryptocurrency, making them prime targets. This suggests that these kinds of emails will soon be commonplace to those who had their data stolen or, as CASA's CTO, Jameson Lott put it, strap in for scareware. Yeah. Be careful, man. Be very careful. Next news, written by Scott Chipley. You know what? You know that's that. You know what's scary about that is that these, 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 these threatening emails, these people that are putting out the threatening emails, they know where they live. They know where they work. They know they know everything about these people because all their information is publicly leaked. That's that's a scary thought. Imagine being asleep and you have your home broken into at two in the morning by these people. That's bad. That's bad. Next news, written by Scott Chaplina. Italian police accuse BitGrail CEO of money laundering. Italian police have accused the BitGrail CEO, Francesco Pirano, of allegedly stealing millions of dollars of cryptocurrency from the exchange's users, according to reports. Pirano, also known as FF, has been accused of computer fraud, self-laundering, and fraudulent bankruptcy. The exchange was hacked for 120 million euros, it was revealed in February 2018. The cryptocurrency was called Rideblocks. It has since been branded, rebranded to Nano. We still do not know who hacked the exchange, but the police have claimed that Firano is responsible for letting the hack happen and moving uh, moving customers' funds afterwards. Police say that the exchange was hacked multiple times from June 2017 onward. This happens because the exchange didn't implement the Rideblocks cryptocurrency correctly, as then Rideblocks team said at the time. But rather than reveal details of the hack, the CEO allegedly kept the exchange open and continued to accept new customers. During this time, the customer's base shot up from 70,000 users to around 217,000. At the, at the same time, the value of Rideblocks rose considerably. Mm. Well, it's all bad. Next news, written by Tim Copeland. MicroStrategy completes $650 million Bitcoin buy. Business intelligence firm MicroStrategy announced today that it had completed a purchase of 29,646 Bitcoin worth around $650 million. The company now holds a total of 70,470 Bitcoin purchased 
with a total price of $1.125 billion. It paid in an average of $15,964 per coin. Wow. MicroStrategy's total investment is now worth $1.6 billion at current prices, up by 42%. Let's see. The firm announced on December 11th that it had successfully raised $650 million in debt securities in order to invest further into Bitcoin. It has since turned that cash into Bitcoin, presumably explaining why Bitcoin's price rallied above $24,000 over the last few days. MicroStrategy has already made two investments in Bitcoin using the firm's cash holdings. It had bought 38,250 Bitcoin at an average price of $11,111 between August and September. Nice. Congrats. Awesome. 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 Michael Sather, you are the man of the year. Next news written by Liam Frost. Bitcoin loses $1,800 as stock markets takes a dive. The price of Bitcoin dropped by around $1,800 in just a couple of hours today from the highs of $24,025 to a low of $22,600. It has since re- rebounded to $22,600 at press time, according to CoinMarketCap. Quote, Bitcoin's volatility has been dropping over the last few months, but that doesn't mean it has stopped having large price adjustments either way in, short, in a short period of time. In this case, it's likely this is simply linked to today's broader sell-off across, across most markets and assets quantum economics analyst jason dean told decrypt all right next news written by sharyuwa malwa ethereum developers we are going to burn a lot of eth Hmm? the implementation of the much-awaited ethereum improvement proposal eip 1559 will eventually take place and see a lot of eth being burned as a result said eric connor who works in product at gnosis today EIP-1559 is going to happen, then we are going to burn a lot of ETH, Connor tweeted, adding adding the move would bring zero to negative issuance to new ETH tokens. When implemented, EIP-1559 will bring about a better user experience, tighter security features, larger blocks for transactions, and see ETH burned after every transaction processed by the Ethereum blockchain. This is unlike the current mechanism. Okay. All right. That should bring the value of ETH up even more. Next news, written by Liam Frost. UK crypto exchange hacked, reportedly loses $10 million. EXMO, a UK registered cryptocurrency exchange with offices in London, Moscow, and Kyiv, has become a victim of a cyber attack today, losing roughly 5% of its asset held in hot wallets to hackers, the platform stated. Quote, we have spotted some large withdrawals since December 21st, at 2.27 UTC, we are still investigating the incident, but as of now, the security audit reports show that some amount of BTC, XRP, ZEC, USDT, ETH, and ET, oh, ETC in EXMO's hot wallet were transferred out of the exchange, said EXMO. All right. Well, hopefully they get to get that, that uh, those, cur- those cryptos back. Next news. Written by Liam Frost. Economist David Rosenberg reignites Bitcoin is a bubble debate. David Rosenberg, founder of the chief economist of Rosenberg Research, has yet again brought up the question of whether Bitcoin is a bubble on Twitter today. This comes after Bitcoin broke a new all-time high today above $24,000. Quote, so one Bitcoin buys you 500 barrels of oil, a Honda Civic or a half year's wage, but there's no bubble. Sure thing, wrote Rosenberg to his 114,000 Twitter followers. In a recent interview with Bloomberg published on December 17th, Rosenberg similarly similarly suggested that Bitcoin is a massive bubble 
noting that most people don't even know who actually created it or how it is mined. What are you talking about? So, quote, so it's just the classic, follow the herd, extremely crowded trade. It's a massive bubble and everybody seems to believe that, you know, we're, we're going to get that 21 million cap on the, on the supply constraint, said Rosenberg, adding, but there's really nothing in the protocol to su suggest that the supply of Bitcoin can't go up once we hit that limit. Comparing Bitcoin to gold, he asserted that while there is a well-known supply curve of the precious metal, Bitcoin can't offer its holders the same level of certainty. Replying to his latest tweet, some crypto experts such as Ari Paul, co-founder and chief investment officer of Block Tower Capital, pointed out that the traditional fiat currencies are arguably not bubble-proof either. <laughs> Quote, and the internet on much of the world's debt buys you nothing, but there's no fiat bubble, Paul tweeted. Uh-huh. <laughs> Other users, perhaps more on a, quote, Bitcoin maximalist side of the scale, reacted a bit less courteously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, next news. Written by Matthew DeSalvo. $2.3 billion of Bitcoin options contracts to expire on Christmas Day. A huge amount of Bitcoin options contracts are set to expire on Christmas Day, the biggest amount of to date. In fact, 100,000 Bitcoin, according to data from coin analytics firm SKU. At current price, that's $2.3 billion worth of cryptocurrency. A Bitcoin's option contract is, is a deal that lets buyers snap up Bitcoin at an agreed upon price, regardless of whether the price changes at the time of contract expires, which can be many months later. Traders don't have to buy the Bitcoin whether the contract expires, they simply have the option to do so. It's likely that buyers would have entered into option contracts months ago when Bitcoin was cheaper, but this Friday on Christmas Day, lots of those option contracts will expire. This means that all that Bitcoin, if it isn't bought by Friday, will either will either will be either held or dumped, and this could cause price volatility. All right, next news written by Alexander Bechrans. Anthony Scaramucci's $9.3 billion fund registers for Bitcoin investment. Skybridge Capital, the hedge fund. The hedge fund founded by former White House Communications Director Anthony Scaramucci today filed a Regulation D form for Bitcoin fund with the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission. Should the SEC grant its blessing, the New York-based hedge fund, which manages $9.3 billion, shall offer accredited investors the chance to invest in a Skybridge Bitcoin fund, LP. Skybridge did not disclose further information about the fund and could not be reached by Decrypt by the time of publication. All right. Next news, written by... Peng Song. Web 2. Oligarchs cast a long shadow, but Web 3 can help. Last week, Google suffered a temporary outage affecting some of the world's most popular online services, including YouTube, Gmail, Google Assistant, and Google Drive. It was down only an hour, but the outage temporarily halted online work for many and illustrated the perils of modern online existence over reliance on the search engine giant. The event served as a timely reminder of the fragility of the underlying infrastructure that runs the web. It showcased just how impaired we are, we all are when one of the tech monopolies falters, even just for a moment. For the record, Google later confirmed that the outage resulted from an internal issue rather than a cyber attack, according to a tweet from Google. Quote, Google experienced an authentic authentication system outage for approximately 45 minutes due to an internal shortage quota issue. The blackout shows just how much control and how far reaching the effects of having a single point of failure in a centralized system can be. Alright, cool. Let's see. Scrolling on down, scrolling on down. Crossing the chasm to Web3. 
Currently, Web3 has only been accepted and utilized by a select group of developers, computer scientists, and crypto enthusiasts. If we want to cross the chasm, we must address the key issue hamstringing the jump, interoperability between blockchains, a complicated developer experience, a clunky user experience, and problem of scalability. As of late 2020, many blockchains exist, exist but they are soiled, meaning they can't communicate with each other. There exist band-aid solutions like centralized exchanges and platform DEXs, but these solutions are not ideal for Web3. For instance, centralized exchanges allow for exchange of tokens across ecosystems, but they conduct transfers off-chain in a, in a centralized database and can be hacked and fall victim to a central point of failure. Platform DEXs, such as the one on Ethereum, allows for permissionless exchanges and tokens, but the transactions throughput and fees of Ethereum largely bottlenecks these activities. In order for blockchains to continue to thrive, there needs to be a proper inter-blockchain communication standard. This will serve to connect the global economy to blockchain, fostering the growth of financial instruments, tokens, protocols, and other use cases that can bring us closer to the decentralized Web 3. Alright, scrolling on down. This is a long one. Okay. We need to reinvent the wheel and consider what it takes to cross the chasm to Web3. In order to do so, we need to address the soiled nature of blockchain and focus on interoperability, address the limitations to current developers and user experience to solve issues around scalability. We've come a long way in 2020, and I'm excited what next year will bring us in terms of innovation. Now let's get back to work and make the improvements we need. Alright, I like that. Next news, written by Decrypt Staff. Bitcoin crash devastates prices of XRP, Ethereum, and Bitcoin Cash. When Bitcoin falls, while Bitcoin falls today, everything around it falls even harder. Bitcoin fell below $22,200 today, a reversal of uh, fortunes from Sunday when it, it hits its all-time high of $24,209. Its current price is $22,759. Obviously, we know what happened since then. But while Bitcoin still hovers close to its all-time high and has fallen just 4% of the last 24 hours, Coins that have surged in value following Bitcoin's big day yesterday have since crashed. Ethereum is down 6% the past 24 hours. XRP 8%, Litecoin 10%, Bitcoin Cash 11%, Chainlink by 8%. Alright, and I'm sure thousands of more have crashed since then as well. Next news written by Tim Copeland. Ledger won't reimburse users after major data hack. Oh, come on, Ledger. Ledger CEO Pasco Guathier said today that the company will not reimburse customers who had their personal data leaked online, including those who had their home address revealed. Yesterday, those, uh, yesterday, the supposedly breached database was released publicly online. It showed that far more sensitive data had been stolen, with Ledger estimating that a portion of 270,000 users had their names, delivery addresses, and telephone numbers posted online. And yet, the firms won't be provided any compensation. Quote, When you have a data breach of this mag magnitude for such a small company, we won't reimburse for a million users all the devices, that's just not possible. It would just kill the company, Gauthier told Decrypt, adding, quote, instead, we prefer to look at the future. What Ledger is doing right now is investing a lot of time and money building the next layer of security and the next products that will bring more security to our users. All right. So I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be a massive lawsuit with Ledger. That's just, it's going to happen. <clears throat> next news written by Andrew Hayward. Square Crypto grants $100,000 to Bitcoin devs simplifying key management. The holiday season might have put Square Crypto in a given mood as the firm has awarded its fifth Bitcoin developer grant on December alone. This time around, the grant went to Leon Johnson, a London-based developer, Bitcoin-related technology. Johnson told Decrypt that the grant is for $100,000 and that it will help fuel his work for Bitcoin key management via a project called Photon. 
The grant will support me as a developer over the next 12 months whilst I work on making Bitcoin key management easier and simpler with a particular focus on demonstrating to wallet developers how to implement this new tool, he said. Although he first got into Bitcoin in 2013, Johnson said that he really got involved as a developer starting in 2018 after, after, talk, after taking Jimmy Song's programming Bitcoin course. From there, he established Advancing Bitcoin, a London technical conference for fellow developers. Quote, I created this because, it, because as a new Bitcoin dev in 2018, there were no pure tech Bitcoin conferences, he told Decrypt, and we need this to accelerate our learning and build personal connections with other Bitcoin developers. All right. Next news, written by Alexander Behrens. Grayscale halts investments in Bitcoin and Ethereum trust. Grayscale has temporarily halted investments in six of its trusts. Among them is Bitcoin and Ethereum trust. Just a few days ago, Bitcoin's price broke $20,000 and surged to all-time highs. Investment management firm Grayscale no longer accepts investments in trust tracking the performance of Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum Classic, Litecoin, and its digital large cap fund. The halts went into place as the six-month lockup period for selling recent purchase shares of the Bitcoin fund traded under the symbol GBTC comes to an end. Quote, we're just at that point in the year when the windows, when the windows, when those windows, the public, what? We, we're just at the point in this year when those windows, the public window will be closing and then the private window will be open. Corey Law, a spokesperson for Grayscale told Decrypt. All right. So now we know. Next news written by Jason Nelson. Hudson, Hudson Jameson steps down from Ethereum core developers. Uh, Hudson Jameson, who helps coordinate Ethereum's core developer and functions as its communicator-in-chief, announced today that he is stepping down from his role. After four years of facilitating the bi-weekly Ethereum core developers meeting, I've decided to step down from that role, he tweeted Monday. The, the fantastic Tim Bako uh, will be replacing me in this role after the Brooklyn hard work, Hudson said at the start of the Twitter thread where he explains his decision. Jameson joined the nonprofit Ethereum Foundation in June 2016 and worked as a liaison. In addition to helping orchestrate work on Ethereum's core infrastructure, the affable and well-regarded Jameson has also functioned as a kind of unofficial but always available spokesperson for the decentralized Ethereum platform. All right, nice. Next news written by Jason Nelson. SEC plans to sue Ripple for securities violation reports. Ripple CEO Brad Garlinghouse told, told Fortune Magazine today that he expects the SEC to sue the company immediately immediately for selling unlicensed securities. XRP, a cryptocurrency associated with, with Ripple, is valued at $23 billion and is the third largest cryptocurrency by market cap. Garlinghouse said that he believes that the SEC will name him and co-founder Chris Larson as a co-defendant in a lawsuit which he expects to be brought in the near future. The price of XRP has dropped more than 13% by, the, by late money below 50 cents. Garlinghouse told Wall Street Journal that a representative of the commission told Ripple late money that it will be filing a lawsuit in federal district court soon. Hmm. Not good, not good, not good for Ripple. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And by the way, Cryptonauts, this was our last news of the day. So with that said, Cryptonauts, I will catch you all on the next one. Adios.